sports and entertainment news right here on GTR. GTR. Hello, good morning and welcome to the Daybreak News here on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up this morning, Jeche Gracing files for review of Supreme Court's order. Anti-LGBTQ bill reflects desires of Ghanaians, says Tim Fojo. NPP to open nominations for primaries in orphan constituencies on July 11. And in other stories, government to renovate historical site tourism minister reveals this business sports and showbiz is coming in this morning's bulletin the news will be read by awintemi akansukum now the details the member of parliament for asin north james jeche Singh, has filed for a review at the supreme court challenging the order to remove his name from parliamentary records Singh's legal team argue that a decision by the Supreme Court undermines Ghana's constitutional and legal framework. The review aims to question the justices' interpretation of the nomination time and challenges the lack of due process in expanding the chase name from Parliament without a hearing. It also said the Supreme Court's judgment was fundamentally erroneous in ordering Parliament to expand the name of quasing without giving him a hearing and with no consideration as to the constitutionality of such a direction having regards to the constitutional structure and procedure of parliament james jeche quasing was officially sworn in as member of parliament for asin north after winning the by-election held tuesday june 27 mr quasing's election victory comes after the Supreme Court's ruling on May 17, declaring his previous election illegal and prohibited him from holding the position. The by-election results reflected the support for Mr. Quaising as he secured 57.56% of the total vote cast, totaling 17,245 votes. His closest rival, Charles Opoku of the NPP, received 42.15% of the vote, whilst Benis Enyonam of the Liberal Party of Ghana, LPG, obtained a mere 0.29%. Now, the Member of Parliament for St. South, John Ntimfojo, has emphasized that the promotion of proper sexual human rights and Ghanaian Family Values Bill represents the desires of Ghanaians. He mentioned that the bill garnered support from various authorities, including parliament and the clergy. Speaking in an interview, Mr. Fordjo highlighted the unanimous approval and bipartisan consensus the bill received at the committee level, indicating that it reflects the views and values of the Ghanaian people. He clarified that the bill is not religious in nature and does not aim to regulate morality, but it is the result of intellectual consultation and aligned with the constitution and international human rights treaties. Now, in other stories, a new patriotic party would on July 11, 2023, open nominations for parliamentary primaries in constituencies where the party has no parliamentary representation, that's the orphan constituencies. 
General Secretary of the NPP, Justin Kodia Frimpong, in a statement issued in Accra Wednesday, said the decision was approved during the party's National Executive Committee, NEC, and National Council meeting held on Monday, April 3, 2023. Mr. Frimpong said the nominations will close Thursday, August 10, 2023, and the elections would be held on Saturday, September 23, 2023. To Saturday, December 2nd, 2023. Mr. Frimpong indicated that in the event that an aspiring parliamentary candidate is denied access to the nomination form at the constituency level, he or she may acquire it from the regional or national secretariat through an appeal or download it from the party's website www.newpatrioticparty.org at FE. The NPP General Secretary also said that in order to promote increased representation of women, youth and persons with disabilities in higher political offices, such aspiring parliamentary candidates would enjoy a 50% rebate of the filing fee. Mr. Frimpong stressed that the party's leadership will not deny any parliamentary candidate access to purchase the nomination forms. Now, in other stories, the Minister of Tourism, Art and Culture, Dr. Mohamed Awal, has revealed government's intention to give a significant overhaul to major historical monuments, including museums, castles and forts. Dr. Awal said that the move formed part of government's commitment to making the country the most preferred tourist destination in Africa. He underlined that modernizing historical sites like the Osu Castle, National Museum, and other forts and castles would increase the appeal of tourism globally. The minister highlighted the positive economic effect of tourism and predicted that the country could generate a staggering annual income of $6 to $7 billion annually. He made this known at the official opening of the new renovated Kwame Nkrumah Memorial Park, financed at more than 30 million Ghana cities in honor of Ghana's first Republican president. The minister, who danced to some traditional tunes provided by the Ghana Dance Ensemble before his speech, said Ghana had its stronghold in heritage and political tourism. And that is what we want to leverage to make Ghana the most attractive destination on the continent. Dr. Awal noted that the target was for tourism to generate $6 billion per annum as well as 300,000 jobs within the same period. Now moving to business, Ghana's commitment to the development and implementation of an ambitious energy transition framework has taken center stage as Minister of State and the Finance Ministry, Mohammed Amin Adam, emphasized the importance of setting up electric charging stations to support the country's electric vehicle revolution. Speaking at a conference on climate finance for sustainable transition in Africa, Minister Amin Adam highlighted the need for careful planning and a significant investment of approximately $600 million from now until 2070 to successfully transition to sustainable energy sources. The minister acknowledged that the energy transition plan 
required a substantial financial commitment, particularly in the area of electric vehicle, which he emphasized were here to stay in to ensure the effective regulation of electric vehicles he further indicated that the energy commission of ghana has implemented comprehensive guidelines governing their manufacturing and usage highlighting the favorable environment for electric vehicle manufacturing minister amin adam noted that numerous major car manufacturing companies were already present in ghana by establishing the required electric charging stations the government also aims to encourage these companies to produce electric vehicles locally further supporting the country's sustainable transportation goals now in some sports this morning Bechem united striker hafiz wonta Konkoni's absence from the match day squad of the Black Stars 2023 Afcon qualifier against Madagascar was because of technical reasons. This is according to Bechem United Public Relations Officer Emmanuel Jesse Etienne, who believes the technical reasons influenced Black Stars head coach Chris Kilting to omit Konkoni from the match day squad. Kunkuni's fine 15 goals and one assist hole in the 2022-2023 Bet Power Ghana Premier League season was rewarded with a debut call-up to Ghana's senior national men's team to play Madagascar. The 23-year-old was part of a list of forwards that included Chrissy Autry, Andre Ayu, and Jordan Ayu. However, he wasn't named in the match day squad for the crucial game. Ghana drew 1-1 with Madagascar to miss out on booking a spot at next year's AFCON in Côte d'Ivoire with a game to spare. The Black Stars take on Central African Republic next on September 4. Now in showbiz, Ghanaian actress Julius Ibrahim made a good case for Ghana's film industry at the just-ended Essence Film Festival in New Orleans where she told the world of the great talent and potentials in Ghana. The shattered romance actress was part of a panel discussion themed clips and conversations Ghana's road to global expansion which touched on how African countries such as Ghana, Nigeria, South Africa and Kenya can collaborate to tell their stories in films. She also shared her experience as an actress stressing that it takes hard work, resilience, patience and dedication to succeed. The panel discussion which took place last Sunday July 2 also had the likes of S.C. Iamua, Michael Jabba, Chris Atto, Angela White and Anwa Jamison also sharing their experiences in the industry and how to explore avenues for advancing collaborative efforts towards global expansions. It was produced and curated by Ghanaian-American writer, producer Amal Labi of Essence Studios and moderated by British Ghana model actress Vanessa Vanderpoy. Juliet Ibrahim made her film debut in Crime to Christ in 2007, co-starring Majid Michel and has since then starred in over 50 movies. Notable among them are Landing Fever, Pretty Demon, Small Girl Big God, Return of the Beast, among others. Beyond her on-screen powers, Juliet's role as a tourism ambassador and creative advocate 
further emphasizes her commitment to promoting Ghana's rich cultural heritage to a global audience. The Essence Film Festival is part of the large Essence Festival of Culture, which has been celebrating African-American culture in the United States for the past three decades. And that's how we draw curtains for this morning's Bulletin on Ghana Talks Radio. Log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us, Ghana Talks Radio, on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from your app store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awen Temi Akansukum. And I say thanks so much for making time. Have a good morning. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio.